Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Been ups and downs. That's been good overall. Yeah, haven't got skunked the whole year, so that was a good thing. You haven't? Nope, not yet. I mean, I went on. I went on a hunt last Wednesday where I didn't. I went out in the morning with my dad. We killed five birds, mm-hmm. and it was slow, but we killed five birds and killed a. I killed a Drake Pintail, Drake Mallard, and. My dad killed two Drake Gadwalls and a hand mallard. And then we went out and hunted the afternoon at a different spot. I didn't fire a shot. So mm. I guess you would say that was a skunk then. Yeah, but not in the day as a but not in the day as a whole. whole. Yeah. Mm. So what about um oh what day was I don't know how long ago that was when you went out there in the morning and the evening. You went in the morning with Barney and then you went back in the evening. What yeah, you, that was a good day. What do you have to say about that? Like, as far as your your methods, what you used. I mean, was what like why was the morning different than the evening? Like, cause so the pond that I hunted, there was a lot of pressure in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, went out there, and I <laughs> it was so stupid. I walked out there, and I got out of the truck, and I'm halfway down the thing, and I'm like, "Where's my light? I'm looking for my light. I'm feeling my pockets. Can't find it. Is I it dark? It's dark. Yeah. Oh, you're it was morning, in the morning. In the morning. Okay. I get all the way out to the pond. I jump in the pond, and you, you know you get in those tools and get kind of disoriented mm-hmm. a little bit. I got turned around. I'm trying to look at Onyx. Got spun around. Ended up in a spot I didn't totally want to be in. There was somebody in the spot I wanted to go, but there was probably like four or five groups in the pond, so ended up in the spot and didn't really shoot anything. 
moved up and we killed two or three birds. So then I left. We went and ate lunch and then my daughter and I came back and we went out there and she wasn't feeling good. So she stayed in the truck and I went out by myself. She did? Yeah. That whole evening hunt. Yeah, she stayed in the trunk. I thought you went back, dropped her off, and went Mm-mm. back. No, she stayed in the trunk. I did not know that. Yeah, so she, she stayed in it the whole time. Yeah, she slept in the truck. Well, that was nice of her not to <laughs> take me home. So I was out there by myself. There was one other group in the pond, but I did really well. I ended up finishing my limit and um, just, you know, had a really good hunt. Probably my, my best solo hunt of the year as really? far as, yeah. Were you shooting good? Tell what happened no, to your it was, gun. It was really good, but um, so I've I've had my Benelli Vinci. I, my mom bought it for me the first year they came out, and last year I was hunting with my dad, and it was kind of a windy day. And I sometimes when it's really windy, I don't have a tendency to shoot that great. Mm-hmm. And so there was a lot of uh, a lot of birds flying, and I couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. I was like, "What's going on?" And I got to looking. <laughs> And my choke was gone out of my gun. What? Oh, so you think you had been trying to shoot without it in there before? I do. I didn't realize it was gone. No, dude. Because you said when did you say that happened? No, that was last year. Yeah. So I had it was uh, actually a choke that you know it screwed all the way into my barrel, so I didn't really see it. Yeah. And when I got home, I realized, hey, my choke's gone. I think maybe I, no, I was I was out there. I realized it was gone. And got home, I went and I bought a aftermarket choke. Put that in there. This last season. Last season. Mm-hmm. Shot that two or three times. Gone. Choke blew out again. In fact, it blew out on that one hunt of ours, that last, like one of the last hunts of the season. Yeah, that's when we were hunting at that, uh, one of the videos you said, the, the best best hunt of mm-hmm. the season. And it blew out then. Um, so then I bought another choke. It was at the end of the season. And I put Loctite in and I screwed it in there. And it lasted the rest of the season. And I thought, oh, I'm good. And went out this year on the second hunt that I went on and blew it out again. So, But I thought Michael did something. Yeah, then I bought another choke. I bought a factory Benelli choke. Went over there. He's tried to weld it in. It wouldn't take. So he got a punch, and he punched, punched it in there, and he's like, I guarantee this thing will not come out. I'm like, you're sure? He goes, yeah. He goes, I guarantee it won't come out. And went out the next hunt, shot it like five times, and it blew out again. And I... I'm out there, and that was the second one I lost this season. Yeah, because I lost it. The one hunt I lost it, mm-hmm. and that was the day that that I my daughter stayed in the truck, mm-hmm. so I had no choke in my gun, and I, I had shot two two birds in the afternoon, I think it was, and my choke blew out. So I'm like, I can either go home, or I can just see if this thing will shoot. And um, the birds were, you know, all the birds I shot were like less than twenty yards, mm-hmm. and choke or no choke, it killed them. Stone yeah. Cold dead, and um, didn't have any problems. Then I bought the other choke, blew that one out, and it was the same thing. I was like, okay, I can go home or I can keep shooting. And that was with my that because because at that point it's already jacked up anyways. It's already gone. I think if it happened the first time, you'd be like, oh man, I don't want to mess the, yeah, threads, the threads up anymore up. Yeah. or whatever. But you've done, this has happened yeah. multiple times. Yeah. It's like oh well. So basically, it's it's gone, and I got to buy me a new gun, I guess. So and can you explain why that like you got to why can't you just buy another barrel because it's all one for I mean I need to call Benelli but like on their website it's not even an option to purchase a barrel for that gun mm. for the Vinci do they I, not make those anymore they do the Vinci's do. and I thought it was one solid piece where the barrel and then basically the action joined together but I guess it will unscrew 
So I do need to call them. Just like, hey, do you have an extra barrel I can buy? You know, mm-hmm. potentially, I guess. But um, I mean, right now the gun I can't, I can shoot it with no choke. But I don't know how what my effective yardage is. I mean, I can go out and pattern and shoot with no choke. Just but I'm not going to shoot long. I'm not going to shoot anything, right. you know excessively over you know for the type of shooting that we predominantly do in a refuge. As you know, it's not always you know feet down right. ten yards away. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes it's past shooting, and so I don't feel very comfortable shooting, you know, out to 35, 30, 35 yards with that thing, mm-hmm. consistently killing birds. And I don't want to wound birds and have to chase them or have the potential to lose them. So, yeah, yeah. I guess it's going to be purchasing another another gun at some point. Yeah. If I can find one. Do you know what you want to get? Yeah, I'll probably go with the A5, just not the Wicked Wings, just the standard A5. Standard version. Yeah, 28-inch with. I want to get camo, of course, mm. but that that would be the goal. <laughs> now, why is it, what makes you want to go to that after you have Benelli already? I like Benelli. Um, I, I I loved my Vinci. Um, did have a couple of issues with it. Um, as far as it wouldn't, it would get where I couldn't go on safety. Mm. Yeah, and it was basically, uh, like, I don't know what the issue was. It was just sometimes it wouldn't go on safety. I've had the famous Benelli click, you know where. Well, that happened to us in Idaho. Mm-hmm. Pulled up first, first shot, and it's not the shells. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I had it happen with the shells I was using. Um, but yeah, pulled up, click, and it's audible. You know, you're like, oh, great. Yeah, you can hear it on the video. Yeah, you're trying to throw another shell into the chamber, and it just doesn't. <laughs> it's by that time it's done. Right. So yeah, that was that was kind of frustrating. But I, I like Benelli. Um, I like the gun. I like the feel. I liked everything about it. It's just I like how the A5, the I guess you would say the sight picture when you throw it up, it's like you look down the barrel and the beads there. Right, right. I, li- I like that. Yeah. Have you? Excuse me. Have you thrown it up much and just shouldered it and looked down it like yeah, I've looked, yeah, I've looked at them. Yeah, yeah. just like the feel of it. Yeah. Because I remember when I wanted to get mine, it was I hadn't even held one yet, I haven't thrown one up on my shoulder, so you really don't want to make a judgment until then. But when I finally got back, because I was looking at a lot in, during deployment back in 13, and I was like, oh, I'm going to get this gun, I'm getting this gun, I'm getting this gun. Well, then when I threw it up too, like you said, the sight picture was like, bam, it's right there. And I was like, okay, this is it. that's it, I'm getting it. Like it was a confirmation once I shouldered it. Yeah, the Benelli Vinci, I never shouldered it before I had it mm-hmm. because my mom bought it for me. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, here's you a gun. Mm-hmm. But it was a gun I was looking at. You know, I was like, oh, that's cool, the features. I liked how it looked. You know, it was yeah. kind of exotic looking and looked cool and yeah, when I held it, it was like, oh, this gun's perfect, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I just probably wouldn't buy another one because I already had one, right. I guess. You know, just want to try yeah. something different. Yeah. That would be the only... Franke, too, is always a good option. But, like, if you already know that you want to get the A5, then it's like, of course not. Yeah, I mean... Because, I mean, it's just a Benelli makes them anyways. Yeah. And um, I will tell you this, too. Did you ever get that? Maybe you can't remember because you've had that gun for so long. Did you ever get the thumb, like the Benelli thumb? Not at all. No. Um, I, that's a famous thing that people talk about all the time. Anybody that has Benelli is like, oh, the Benelli thumb. Because it's like, but yours was had been seasoned so long. I don't even know if it, I think it, the spring wears in, but man, it'd tear your, my 20 gauge will tear your, if you don't do it right when I first got it, it was tearing yeah. my thumbs up, like I just loading the shell on the bottom. That I remember at all. And I would typically remember that. I think that might be one of the more recent things within yeah. the last several years, like five years. You've had that gun for how long? 12 years? I don't know. Or more? 
I love it. It's easy to clean. Easiest Colton, gun to Colton disassemble. Colton was about 12 or 13 when he got it, wasn't he? He was 14, I think. When he so if he's 14 and he's 23 now? Something like that. So he was like, that yeah. was like nine years ago. Yeah. So I've never had it. I mean, it's easy to clean. I liked mm-hmm. all that. I, I liked the gun. So that was that was a good thing. Thomas is here right now. Look, getting the boat. Me, him, and Travis are... Well, the podcast you just heard is um, uh, on Friday. If you listen to it Friday, it was us. We're going the day of. So we have already hunted. But if you follow along on Instagram or Facebook, you you could see what we did. But like I said, I'm not really posting. Probably going to be posting much videos anymore. What are you doing, Jack? Oh, he must have went in the side yard. Stepped in some rocky turds. Sorry. <laughs> um, I mean, what, how do you feel about like shooting divers? I mean, well, the goal is to you know shoot as many species, different species as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I haven't really shot around here is it a greater scop. I shot lessers. Shot a couple of redheads. There's not a lot of redheads. I would like to get a nice redhead. Mm-hmm. Um, grew up by where I grew up. There was some some ponds over there as a kid. I did a lot of jump shooting, and um, it used to be loaded with cans. I've shot quite a few beautiful Drake cans, so don't really need to mark that one. Off Do you the have list. one mounted? Personally, for no, no, no. Um, mounted one for my dad a couple years ago. Yeah, that was nice. And then. Basically, I just want to shoot a greater scop, you know, and it'd be cool if I shot a... They're big birds. Yeah. I got lucky and shot a scoter. I haven't shot a surf yet. Mm-hmm. So, shooting a surf would be cool. We should try to go out there and do that. Yeah, but... The season. The salt. I don't know. Well, I, I've talked to a few guys that said it's not a big deal. Really? They said because it's not a um, a water-cooled engine or motor, it doesn't have, it doesn't suck that salt up inside of Through stuff. It, it That's what it messes stuff up. Gotcha. Basically, they just said you just rinse it down and walk, just hose that motor down like as much as possible. Just mm-hmm. make sure like no rust gets on there or just whatever, like just get the salt off there. Yeah. And then another guy was telling me that does it. He said just spray it down with WD-40. Interesting. That's what I thought. Just kind of coated, I guess. But it's like, I don't know. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're running that stuff through the ocean. Just spreading all that. Because we even have... WD-40 out in the ocean. Right. No, 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 no. After you get back. Oh, I got you. Yeah, when you're saying after you wash it down and then coat it with it. Oh, I got you. I don't know if it's the... I don't know. Huh. But, um... Would you take Rocky out there? I'm just thinking, dun, 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 dun. I know. like, ah! Dun, 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 Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah, I would. I would. Really? Um... I, that's just a lot of swimming black for like him. Black like a seal. Yeah. <laughs> Crunch. Can you imagine? No. That'd be a bummer. That's fun, though. I just don't... It'd be a trophy hunt. It'd be specific purpose. It wasn't just be like, oh, shoot limits. It'd be like, okay. Yeah, that's that's me. Like, I, I don't want to shoot divers just to go out there and blast a bunch of divers. Mm. You know? But I would like to get specific birds just for taxidermy purposes. Yeah. You want to get another, you probably already said this, but another gold knight, like a common, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I need to shoot a common, you know, just for personal. Mm-hmm. I need to shoot a greater scop. I need to shoot, 
Actually, you your lesser Scott. Just to have him mounted, you know, to get. Because, I mean, in my garage, I'm kind of like putting like barn wood on the walls and going to expand it. And just have them out there, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. I don't, <laughs> my wife's not going to let me put any more birds in the house. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just do like a, maybe a dead mount, you know, with. Mm-hmm. I'd like to do a dead mount with all the species that we have commonly around here, which would be the, what do you think? Pintail mallard. Gadwall, shoveler, green wing, and cinnamon. Mm. I think those are the probably the common, the most common ones around here. Um, and then you know, do a scoter mount with whatever, not a scoter mount, but a, a diver mount with whatever locally. You know, yeah. Bufflehead, mm-hmm. scop, um, redhead can, ring that, ringer, yeah, yeah. So I got I got birds saved up, but not everything I want. Yeah, or the time to get well, some let me, ask, <laughs> let me ask you this then, as as you being a taxidermist, how long can a bird be in the freezer? It depends on how you preserve it. Well, let's just say if you just do like most people like do, standard, and put it in a Ziploc bag. So the biggest biggest issue you have is freezer burning. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> if it bird's in there too long, I've seen it freeze burn where you can't get get it off the the head off of the bird because mm-hmm. it's just like freezer burn to the head. Mm-hmm. The feet will shrivel up, and you can use hot. Warm water with soap, and sometimes you can rehydrate feet. Mm-hmm. But mostly the head, I think, is the big issue with freezer burning. But I would say probably a couple of years. I wouldn't really. If you're going to preserve a bird, I would. I wouldn't do it more than a couple of years. So you, you, you get might as well not save them. Now, what is a way that can make them last a whole lot longer? What I've heard, and I, I haven't tested the theory. I mean, I've done some of my birds is take a wet paper towel, wrap it around the head, maybe tuck it under the wing, and then wrap. Wrap wet paper towels around the feet when you freeze it. Put it in a Ziploc bag. Squeeze all the, the excess air out and put it in there that way. Long-term storage, and I've heard you can save them like that for 30 years. It's actually, if the bird's skinned out, mm. freeze it in a solid block of ice. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the, a few years ago they found that woolly mammoth. It was still frozen solid with green grass in its mouth. So Green grass. That's what he said. Yeah, I guess it got. It was like an instant freeze. It was an instant freeze. It had to have been. And how are you going to freeze a whole woolly mammoth with grass still in its mouth? That's like. How in the world is that some even catastrophic happen? event where the, it's still chewing on grass and it freezes to death? It's just, ins- it's hard to fathom. Yeah, I don't even know how to even pass. It's like, how's there even green grass though? Like, did it go from sunny, clear skies? It would have to, and go, then, it would have to go to s- from spring to winter or from summer Instant. to. Instantly. Instantly. And I then, like. That. Yeah, I don't even like how. Man, I would love to go back in time and figure that out. Like yeah. what? That's what I heard. Happened? It was like a National Geographic or something. I seen it, but um, that's mind blowing. So yeah, they they say if you you skin a bird out and freeze it in a solid block of ice, it'll last forever. Okay, but most guys, you, uh, you as a taxidermist, probably don't want guys skinning their bird out for you. Not that Not some guys typically. couldn't do it, but you're just risking some issues. So why couldn't you, if you had room in your freezer and it was just, I mean, just one trophy, trophy bird, could you not put in a Ziploc bag, fill it up with water and the bird and then freeze it like that? Yeah, I've done that. You've done that? Yeah. I've done it too. Yeah, and I'll put them like, what you think what I'll do is I'll get like a rubber, like a little rubber tub that's about the shape of the bird, like it's like how I want the block to be, and I'll lay it in there. That way it's, you know, uniform, it's not spreading water out any like, you know, mm-hmm. undulated or anything. It's flat, basically in that tub. And then freeze them solid like that. Mm-hmm. And you just have like a block of ice in a Ziploc bag. How do you keep them underwater? 
In the bag? Yeah. Oh, it's in the back. It's in the bag. In the, in the, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. In the little. So it's, yeah, in the thing. So I lay the bag and the bird gotcha. in, in there and it freezes and it's solid. And so. Because isn't some parts of it going to not be frozen like underwater basically? No, well, no, I mean, it's wet. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to freeze. It's yeah. like, I've never had an issue with it. Mm. It's good to know. And I'm sure a lot of people out there don't know those things. Give us some things you don't do with your bird. Uh, the more you handle it, the worse it is, right? Um, the longer you leave it out after you shoot it, the worse it is. In fact, I had a guy the other day shot a couple of divers and I had to go to his house and retrieve them because he just left them on the back of his <laughs> boat. And um, he's like, oh, I forgot. So I had to go pick them up. I said I was gonna. <laughs> I said I was gonna throw it in that uh, night. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> listen, listen, whatever, listen, Linda. Whatever. I said it was gonna be th- thrown in the freezer that night. I said, "Will that be a big deal?" And you panicked, so you said no. And I'm like, "Well, I'm already gone." Well, the longer like, they stay out, the more bacteria, right, yeah. get to them. And so, um, it's been cold enough. I don't think it'd be a major issue. But and the thing is too is like if you want to get a better mount, don't don't take your taxidermist an early season bird. It's all pin feathered up, unless it's just some exotic trophy you're never going to shoot again. Wait till later in the season, you know, late December, early January. And I know you're not meaning that, directing that towards me, but like that no. bird I shot, the, obviously, I shot that stud gabble with the black ring around his neck. It was early bird, early season bird, and if it wasn't that kind of bird, I would have not took it to you. But because you never see that, obviously, I did. And yeah, you, it's worth the risk. But for the most part, like don't don't shoot a little green wing till. Because you don't have a mount and take a green wing till from yeah. October to your taxidermist when you can shoot them in December and January. Yeah, I wouldn't. You know, yeah. it's just you don't get it. And then, too, you know. Well, the plumage isn't the same. Yeah. I mean, and pin feathers. You don't want to wring the bird's neck, right? You don't want, you don't want, if it's blown to bits, you know, in the head. I mean, shoot, get a bird look like it was a magic BB killed it. If you want to get it mounted, yeah. I would say. Just for, to have a better quality mount. What do you think about when people use finishers? Does that really mess you up as a taxidermist? Because I heard I seen a big deal on Facebook. Really guys were fighting it. about that. I haven't really noticed it. It's just a hole in the back of the head. I mean, you don't want to leave a gaping wound that looks like you got shot with a fifty cal, of course. Mm-hmm. But a small hole in that location, you can hide it. It's mostly up by the, the around the edge of the bill, around the eyes. Um. And the cheeks, where I would say, but like that in the back of the head, not a big deal. Neck, not so much of a big deal if you don't, you know, don't wring its neck, of course. What's another way you don't want to throw them in that people would say that, oh, yeah, you You don't want to put them in shrink wrap. I've seen people shrink wrap birds, and when they go to do the vacuum seal, it leaves like little indentions. Permanent, huh? Permanent indentions on those feathers. Yeah. Uh, what about um, pantyhose? No, do not don't use put pantyhose. it in pantyhose. I've, I, and when I was a kid, that's what I always heard. So birds that I would shoot, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna get this mouse someday. I'd put them in pantyhose, mm. but you don't want to do that. Um, don't shrink wrap it. Don't pantyhose it. I would newspaper. say the, the, the newspaper. Easy, I wouldn't do newspaper because the the ink can get on their feathers, especially if it's a mm-hmm. white bird. I would just say standard Ziploc bag. You can get them at the ninety nine cent store. The five gallon ones. Squeeze all the air out, do the paper towel thing, and you know, get it to the taxidermist within, you know, by the end of the, if you shoot it one season, get it to him by the next season. Mm-hmm. You may not, or just don't even, you may not get it. to it, you know, for another year, but you don't want to take it two years later and then have a mount and it be another yeah. year before you get it back. 
or just don't even save it, right? Like, unless it's something, like you said, really a trophy. Yeah, I mean, if you really want to get it mounted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Well, because I think a lot of us always just throw stuff in the freezer. I know I do that. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to do this. Well, this is a stud. You know, this is a really good looking bird, full mm-hmm. plumage. And you throw it in the freezer, and then three years going by, you're like, hmm. I don't think I'm going to be doing this for a while. You know, you just, those kind of things happen, I guess. Yeah. But it's just whatever you really want, you know. Mm. Some people want certain birds mounted and you do the best you can. And I've lost birds, you know, where just some birds are not mountable. You know, somebody thinks it's, thinks it's mountable, but you go to skin it out and, you know, if it's got rot, feathers fall out. You can only hide so much. Yeah. But that gadwall, it went together. It turned out okay for early season bird. I think it looks great. But flushing, it was a flushing pose. Kind of coming up, rising up out of the water, turning sideways. It looks good. I like it. I don't actually got anything in here like that. To be honest with you, um, yeah. Um, I, what do you, I mean, as far as the season goes, kind of like recapping, like so far this season, I mean, like, do you have anything specific about it that stands I would out say to you? It's, I would say it's been a longer period before he hit a lull. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's been pretty consistent the whole year. Mm-hmm. Been able to go out and get birds. It seemed like it was a really good mallard hatch this year. Mm-hmm. And I haven't shot a big diversity of ducks. Have you shot a pintail this year? I shot the one last Wednesday. That was the first pintail I shot. I don't know if I've shot one this season yet. And I've shot a hen shoveler. And besides that, in California, I've killed mallards. I haven't killed anything else. Huh? It's been weird. Yeah. I've killed the most mallards this year than I ever have. And people have kind of been saying on these episodes, like, people are complaining about that. But it's like, I'm not just targeting them. It's just how it's worked out this year. Yeah, know? I could have shot some birds. And one day when I was out with my daughter, I could have shot some blue wings. Mm-hmm. And I could have shot, you know, if I wanted a shoveler, I could have shot it. But I, I don't have any intentions to shoot shovelers this year. I will shoot one, but I'm going to wait till he's a prime stud drake and I'll shoot him mm-hmm. um, to mount him. But it's like I won't really shoot shovelers. I don't even know why I shot that hen. But I could have shot some blue wings and I just let him pass because I wanted to. I, that day I was targeting mallards. I shot one yesterday. A blueing? A hen shoveler. Oh, a hen shoveler. Just so I wouldn't get skunked. Oh, I was okay. in the wrong location, and a three-pack came in, and it was overcast, and I couldn't tell. You know how just yeah. you're silhouetted? You're silhouetted. And I'm like, I knew there were shovelers, but I was like, man, I don't know what's Jake, and I just shot that one. Uh-huh. Stoned it, and rock, I seen it once. It was on the one. I was like, ah, whatever. I said, at least I didn't get skunked. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't think I have been skunked this year either yeah i don't think i have i haven't like always got limits but yeah not that it matters i mean i've had plenty plenty of skunks in my lives and i won't be shocked if i get some this year but it's just part of hunting well hopefully with these storms we'll get a new push of birds yeah and that's what i was talking about in the last episode dude up in canada right now it's negative 20 or lower all of canada not just like parts of it yeah have you not like a localized did you see that Oh, you guys should follow Travis on Instagram. He's on Instagram. Um, he puts his mounts and stuff. He doesn't put a ton of stuff up there, but you should follow him if you like If you like Instagram. It's uh, 1972 Ducks, Inc. 
Or you can just put Travis McDonald, but um, you've actually been getting quite a bit of followers. But what was I going to bring? I was bringing that up for a reason, though, and I can't remember what it was. Why was I bringing up your Instagram? You were talking about how it's been cold in Canada. Oh, so so I basically just want to say, if you guys want to check Travis's page out, you can. But also, did so now that you're on there and you see my stories, I, I'm assuming, did you see that little thing I put up of the temps? The cold temps, I think once you see it, you'll recognize it, unless you just didn't see do. it at all, right? Or did I delete that? I seen something. Oh, like little dots it. on it, black dots. Well, it was like it's all black, the greens and blues and yeah. teals, like yeah, and like all of Canada, from the south to the north, in all the British Columbia, Alberta, Saskatchewan, was like all negative twenty below. What do you think that's gonna do? I mean. Hopefully it pushes they ain't, them out. There ain't nowhere for them to go. <laughs> there ain't nowhere else for them to they go. They got to go south. Yeah. So I think, to be honest with you, in my opinion, and that's supposed to go over a period of like 10 days, I think I think we're good for the rest of the season here pretty quick, honestly. There was birds when I went hunting yesterday, dude. Yeah. It's just I was in a spot that had been burned bad. Like they hunted the dog out of it. Yeah. I think if, I think, you know, I don't... I don't have like any big goals for the rest of the season, I guess, you know, I, I think I'm just going to try to kill trophy birds. <laughs> I guess I'm like trophy hunt. Well, what do you mean? You know, goals. well, like I want to shoot like a, you know, a nice Drake cinnamon, but do I need a Drake cinnamon? Not really. Well, I got a bunch of them in my What is freezer. that even supposed to mean though? You're just not going to go know. shoot nothing. You're full of hog. I don't wash. know. You know what I'm saying? You are full of hog. It's wash. like, okay. You're going to go out there, and you're going to shoot birds. You ain't going to be picking and choosing what you're shooting. I don't know. I do know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, like tomorrow, right? We're going to go die running. Yeah. Right? Well, to me, that's kind of different. I'm not going to just, like, shoot Drake Buffleheads. Oh, I'm, Drake I'm buffle just heads. zonking the dog out of them. I don't care tomorrow. If they're decoying... That is one thing fun about uh, See, divers. They mounted. decoy really good. I don't have one mounted. I yeah. I did, but I gave it to my mom, mom and dad. But I just want, like I want to get one for a dead mount. I guess I will shoot one nice drake. See, no. you're already caving to your standards. Yeah, but I'm just gonna try to selectively shoot nice drakes. Yeah, yeah. Now that I know what I know about that spot, I might. I'm not gonna. Man, you shoot it. I feel like the lowest thing you can do, and don't take me wrong to whoever shoots these wherever you're at, but like, I think like one of the lowest things you can do if you're trying to like be selective is shoot like a hen buffy. I don't shoot hen buffies. I maybe maybe a hen, a hen, uh, uh, no, the ugliest bird, no. the ugliest bird no, is a, a hen, hen ruddy. Head. A hen ruddy. I don't shoot ruddies. I'm just saying it's borderline even duck. I mean, I know it is, but it's kind of like. Yeah, I, don't, mm. I don't shoot ruddies. I try not to shoot hen shovelers, although I did shoot one this year. But I would like to shoot like a spring ruddy. Ruddy. I would too. Oh my goodness. That crazy like Dude, auburn color with a blue bill. You think they're the vet hunt in the second week of February they could be I don't know. They still probably aren't quite that crazy I know, blue color. I've seen some the of them like in springtime. They look crazy looking. And if I seen one, I would shoot one on the vet hunt just for that purpose because when else are you going to get them like that? You're not. You're not. That's the thing. It kind of stinks because that's one of the 41, I believe, a ruddy is. Isn't it? I don't know. I think it is. But I don't think like I've ever shot a ruddy duck in my whole life. No, I guarantee No, yeah. I'm serious. I, I don't, don't shoot you. ruddies. 
I don't believe you. I've never shot a ruddy duck. I don't believe that. I've never shot a ruddy duck. I've never shot a common merganser. I do not believe that. I haven't shot a common merganser yet. Trout Talent just shot one last year, I think. Yeah, it's in the freezer. I'm supposed to mount it. Dude, I'm going to shoot it because it's part of the 41. That Barrow's GoldenEye was a stinky, stinky bird. It stunk. My hand stunk. My garage stunk. I thought you were saying my GoldenEye stunk. That's what I'm saying. That thing no, stunk. No, you said the Barrow's. I'm not. I'm sorry. The, the common GoldenEye. It stunk. That was a stinky bird. The only bird I ever skinned that smelled worse than that was a, a, an eider, mm. a common eider. Mm. Stinky bird. Your hands stink forever. Can't even get that smell out, huh? Can't. It's like get stuck up in your nostrils and on your hands, and you can't get rid of it. Mm. Yeah, wear that when we go tomorrow. That's the perfect color right there. The gray. It's like if you can wear it over something else, you know, whatever. Yeah. Because obviously it's gonna be rain. Well, that's the bummer. It's because it we're rain? probably gonna have to wear a rain jacket. Have to wear some kind of rain jacket. Yeah. No, I have my Sitka one. Dude, even when I was wearing a Sitka, it blends right in. The rocks, the rocks, yeah. To me, it does. It just, it's a. I don't know. Thomas said, and he said it's dimensional, three uh-huh. dish because you got rocks here, and then you got rocks back here. If you're looking at the bank, right? Like if you're on the bank, well, I'm just thinking you got rocks are sticking out. Like, rocks are upset. Kind of got whites, grays, and blacks because you got tans. Shot. There's tans. If you look at that rock bed, there's tans. So yeah. I mean, they still don't see it either way, dude. They were de. I mean, they were decoying and like. That's one thing about diver birds. It is fun because they just like, they decoy in hard. Yeah. And I feel like they're just not as smart as uh Well, pullers. I mean, I've watched people sitting on the side of the banks, right? And they're just mm-hmm. flying by. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how intelligent are these birds? Are you talking about the ones like in Alaska? Alaska or, uh, yeah. 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 They don't seem like they're. But that might have to do with pressure too. It could be. And then too, like, you know, maybe the species. It could be just like. Everybody says, oh, shovelers are stupid or whatever. Mm-hmm. And other birds are smarter. It could be that certain divers are smarter than others. Dude, I don't have enough of them to know. I don't. To me, shovelers aren't stupid, though, because I've seen plenty of shovelers flare and go around and split. Yeah. It's all about, like, to me, any bird. If they just either want this spot really bad or they've been shot before. Yeah. I feel like that's really what defines what birds do or do not do. You know? Yesterday there were shovelers. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna get, shoot some shovelers, and they were they were splitting me. They were seeing something they didn't like. It was overcast. I was like, I was buried in the toys, and it was, still didn't matter. It was just like, man, dude, I just feel like that spot has been hit so stinking hard. Didn't really see many tail flying. I did see some mass groups. I seen some groups of like forty and fifty. Really, just a couple of those biggest size, but they would not come over, dude. Not to calls, not to nothing. I didn't have a spinner up, but again, it was overcast and yeah. raining. So it's kind of like, yeah, it probably would have helped for teal. I feel like it does. But I was like, it's overcast. I'm not taking it out there. Then I was out there. I was like, ah, maybe I should have brought it out here. But, yeah, it didn't even really rain that much. It just rained for, like, as long as it took me to go back and put my jacket on. Then, of course, it stopped. <laughs> By then, I was already soaking wet. So, well, we'll uh, we'll give you guys an update on how the little diver hunt goes. It went pretty good last time me and Thomas went. We'll see how tomorrow it goes. Um, I'm, I got to work tonight. I'm going to hit the gym here as soon as I get done with this. And what are you going to do? Uh, I got to take my son to get a haircut. That's pretty much it. Trent? Yeah. What are you guys doing? Merry, hey, by the way, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, Merry Christmas to all you guys. I guess actually when this goes out, it's it's over. But 
Hope you guys had a Merry Christmas. Good time with the family, friends, or maybe you just had a TV dinner by yourself. Whatever you did, I hope you had a good one. Um, Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's will be just in a few days, and we'll start 2022. Can't believe it. It's like, I feel like we're living in the age of when, like, spaceships, like, we all should be in floating cars. Like, I remember thinking about <laughs> this time in the, you know what I mean, when it was in the 90s, and you're like, man, by 2020, we're all going to be driving flying hovercraft, and here we are, still driving a diesel, and <laughs> we're just driving whatever we have, so... um yeah, I feel like there was one more thing I was wanting to say on this one, but I think we'll leave it at that. And thanks. Happy New Year's, guys, and have a good one. We're excited to score, baby! Woo!